back to um um <laughs> welcome back we're so glad how's that you're here doing? how's everyone doing grab your coffee grab it grab it grab your grab coffee firmly grasp, firmly grasp it, it. <laughs> step on your left foot don't forget it yes. <laughs> i think firmly this grasp. episode's gonna come out on the week of christmas yes oh my god dun 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 dun, dun merry christmas, christmas. If you guys celebrate Oh my God! Maybe Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're so glad Merry that Chrysler. we can be ringing in the the new year and the holiday with you. I'm excited. <laughs> Katie's like she's so like yay Christmas. Her and Joey are just like yay Christmas. Dude, I used to hate it. I used to loathe Christmas, and I still yeah. kind of do. Hate hate family having to see family. <laughs> that sounded oh, so man. shitty. I meant hate having to. See- you know what i fucking mean there's certain members of the family it's like you gotta you gotta see them you know every Mm -hmm. year that once a year and it's always on thanksgiving and christmas and those are the two holidays that i just don't like that much but yeah it's been fun this year because sunny is excited she's starting to learn yeah she knows like santa and she's learning about presents and she loves such a fun time that's a fun age oh that's when that's when you get to see their eyes light up on christmas yes. morning and they're like yeah <gasps> oh my god i can't wait till she wakes up on christmas morning we're gonna stay up all night setting up everything getting her straight and then have her come well, that's out in the what morning. we do every <laughs> year it's exciting well you want to know what because we have cats and we don't they're declaw not. them we could because we think it's inhumane to yes. declaw them yes so we have cats, and if we were to put all of the presents under the tree at any point during uh-huh. December, they would scratch them to Kitty oblivion. Does that. Kitty does that. My mom's cat. Yeah, she used to so, rip open like all of our presents. Uh huh. So we just literally hide away every single present until <laughs> Christmas Eve after the morning. kids have gone to bed. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. who last year, Danny stayed up until like what like four o'clock in the morning last year and he did like a whole like little santa scavenger hunt for me specifically that's so sweet remember that that's crazy that you did that yeah because he bought me like he bought me like 10 bath and body works candles what a guy because that's really all i asked for I know you love your candles. He did a fucking little scavenger hunt and like wrote That's like clues like on the dry erase board on the fridge. And each and one on was our- a candle. And yeah, whatever and just, just like oh I had to go find them. Oh my god, I love that so much. Wow, that makes me want to think of something. I'm gonna do something crazy for Joey too. As long as it's That's not so fucking sweet. elf on the shelf. That thing oh my god. I think my mom's gonna end up giving me her elf on the shelf, but I don't fucking want that thing. Get that is out of my house. Burn it with fire. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. Way too much of a commitment. <laughs> bitch. Agreed. Agreed. We literally forgot twice to record Ugg Mug Mondays this week. <laughs> you think that I can update Remember this? to move a fucking elf <laughs> <laughs> every day? No, thank you. Joey, can you find my charger for me? Sorry, my computer just let me know. It wants to no. die right now. No. It's going to die. No. It's not allowed. Guys. So I I found a story on Reddit that I it's a true crime story. Do tell. And I want to read it, but uh it's uh is it spicy? Is it spicy? No, it's like really bad. 
So trigger, trigger warning. Major trigger warning. Going yeah. to work with trauma. <laughs> going to work going with trauma. Your commute trauma. Your commute daily trauma. It involves show. children. So, you know, if you don't, if you don't vibe Skip with those ahead. sort of true crime Skip stories. Sorry. Right. Thank All you. Right. This is from our true crime. <laughs> you hear Errol laughing. <laughs> She's so cute. I'm sorry. All right. The title of the post is Mom Accused of Killing Five-Year-Old Daughter After Daughter Begs for Her Life. Whoa. And the OP says in the comments, Melissa Town is accused of murdering her five-year-old daughter, Nicole Bradshaw. <laughs> Melissa Town brought Nicole to a park and proceeded to attempt to slit her throat. Oh it is said God. that Nicole screamed and stated, quote, but I've been good. Nicole's throat injury wasn't fatal, and when Melissa realized this, she put a plastic bag over Nicole's head and suffocated her for over 30 minutes. Melissa then wrapped Nicole in a mesh laundry bag and drove her to a nearby hospital, stating that her daughter was, quote, hurting. She later stated that she killed her daughter because she was, quote, evil. Melissa did not have custody of Nicole at the time of death, and investigators are working to figure out how Nicole ended up with Melissa on the day that she was murdered. Melissa had a previous history of mental illness, including schizophrenia. She was cited as having sent extremely disoriented and aggressive texts to people that Nicole were in contact with. Oh, my God, bro. Is that not crazy? Where was this? Does um, that is awful. There's there's actually an article and it's .au, so I don't know if it's in Australia. Australia. Damn. Oh no, it's actually it happened in Texas, but the the site that this came from, like the news site that it came from, is from Australia. But yeah, it's Texas. Mm, mm, mm. That reminded me of uh, oh. Taviel from Kent Burris's channel, Ghost of Carmel, Maine. There was uh-huh. a girl that was abused to the point of death. Because oh the God. mom believed that she was evil or demonic and kept her, starved her until she oh died. Gosh. So, yeah. It reminded me of Andrea Yates. I don't know if you mm, heard I that don't know story. About that. Tell me. I thought about covering it on Showtime, time, <clears throat> but it's it's one of those ones that's really sensitive. And it's, mm. it's very heavily based in mental illness because, like, listen, mm-hmm. nobody is discounting that obviously murdering your child is very wrong. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when stuff like this happens with mothers, it's postpartum psychosis, which then snowballed. And it's not an excuse. Right. The sad sad thing with Andrea Yates is that she had three kids and she drowned all three of them in the bathtub. (gasps) That's right. I remember this story. Before she did that, she was in and out of mental hospitals and her husband was like really abusive and like Mm. didn't get her like kind of locked her away in their home and didn't Mm. really let her leave and really didn't fight for the help that she needed even though she had already been diagnosed with postpartum psychosis already diagnosed with postpartum depression and she thought Mm. that her kids she thought that her kids were possessed by demons and that she thought that she was saving them postpartum is wild nobody talks about it it's crazy it is another world when you literally have a human, and I can't speak for the fathers or the or the or the caregivers, other than the mothers that gave birth or the birth givers, right. I know that it is it upheaves so much in your in your mental state. And it your changes psyche, your brain, changes everything, and it makes yeah. you. It, you you. It's impossible to be the same person that you were nope. before. It's yeah. impossible. 
I feel like it's <clears throat> it's easier for the the non birth giving parent <clears throat> to to not have to deal with stuff like that. And like yes. having a baby is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust me, I know. I got three of them. Yeah. And I'm sure, Danny, have you ever felt like a sense of like postpartum depression after having a kid? After having one of our children? Let's see. I don't know. I'm asking mm. from your standpoint. Do you feel like Any you've ever had a bout of like more, a more depressive state after having one of the children? Danny already has depression, but I'm curious from a man. Right, yeah, I'm curious. Heightened states of depression after the children. Mm. It's the sleep deprivation and all of that. But it's not – here's the thing. The difference, wh- why it can become so intense for birth givers is because of all of the hormonal imbalances. Mm. Everything yes. is – night sweats. Oh, my God. The postpartum body that it, it leaves you with. You're just like, oh. And I you're sweating like, all night. I remember. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like it chemically changes your oh, brain. yeah. Definitely. And I don't know. I can't imagine that for the other parent that's not the birth giver that, yeah, you can, like Danny said, a heightened sense or a heightened depression. Yeah. But I also feel like for birth givers, it's more so than just like, "Mm, I'm feeling more depressed than normal. It's like, oh, whoa, my whole brain is being upheaved. My body is completely different. And for some people that turns, it goes past postpartum depression and turns into postpartum psychosis. Right. Which from what I understand and stories that I've heard is terrifying mm-hmm. for the person who's dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Postpartum so rage, actually, postpartum anxiety, it can spiral into so many different things and nobody yeah. talks about it. No. Ugh. And it's just like, you don't want to talk about it because it's like, well, something's wrong with me. Something mm-hmm. is wrong with me. This is not normal. And it's like, well, yeah. actually a lot of people go through this. It's just you not spoken about. So yeah. Talked about yeah. There was also um, a reply to that original story on the same uh, subreddit that I found very interesting that's also on topic. Somebody said, God, that's terrifying. My dad always hid it until just a couple of years ago, but I found out that my mom was schizophrenic or became it after having my brother. He told oh me that he'd God. come home from work and hear her talking about nonsense like she was on a radio or something. And one time came home to the TV crashing down on top of my brother. He charged into that room to see her just staring at a wall talking to it while I was trying to help my brother. Luckily, Whoa. he was okay. After that, he filed for divorce and went through all of this stuff to prove that she wasn't fit to care for us. And she made it obvious to the people who were deciding that she wasn't fit. Shortly Mm. after that, she committed suicide. Mm. It's been tough finding out about all of that. And sometimes I think if I would have suffered the same fate, if my dad didn't take action and got us out of there, it's scary to think that someone you think that, you know, changed so drastically and be unpredictable like that. Mm. Mental health, man. It's a real thing. It is. I'm so grateful that we're in a new, in a new generation where it's, it's getting more comfortable to talk about that. It's not as taboo. More people are starting to share their stories and that's, that's, that's all. That's the only thing we can do to help this uh, epidemic. It's awful. It's like, it shouldn't be taboo. It's not something that you can control. No, whether it's, you know, it's not a personality thing. It's your head. It's your mental health. It's It's the chemicals in your brain balance. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Even if it's just like 
depression and anxiety all mm-hmm. the way up to full-blown psychosis schizophrenia mm-hmm. um borderline mm-hmm. personality disorder whatever it is it's it's not something that's in your control exactly absolutely and i can understand for some people especially on the more severe end of the spectrum it's hard to even want to get help or realize that you need help because your sense of reality is warped by your brain. Right. right. It's Which almost like you need someone to so do scary. it for you. I know. God. Not that the person is scary. I just can imagine no. that it would be scary for that person. I can't imagine. Thank you. Frosty the snowman, as my own child hands me things. <laughs> Man, yeah. When I went, th- when I had Sunny, I went through mm-hmm. shit for four to six months. Mm-hmm. I literally i've never been in that dark of a place before definitely no and it's one talks like about i don't want to fucking be here it's like what the hell is wrong with me i know i know you know i know it's like i should be yeah. enjoying my baby and then you feel guilty and then it just makes oh, it worse yeah. you do and it, it eats you alive even to this day i'm like i can't believe i spent all that time being so sad i was literally going through a crisis you know like i have yep. to give myself that 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 leeway and it's I don't know. It's a whole topic. I mean, I could have a whole podcast about postpartum for sure. (laughs) You and me could just talk all the shit about hundred percent. Let's see. I wonder if I can find anything else on. Oh, wait, actually, you know what I want to talk about? Danny, he runs our Twitter account. If you guys didn't know our two wolf podcast, Twitter account. Yeah. He follows, he follows Leah Remney on the podcast. Yeah. Talk about that. Uh huh. So, Leah Remney posted a tweet. If y'all don't know, Leah Remney had a docu-series on A&E, and then I think it moved to a different platform. I think it was, what, on Netflix for the third or fourth season called um, The Aftermath, Leaving Mm -hmm. Scientology. Mm -hmm. So she is an ex-Scientologist. She also now has a podcast called Fair Game with Mike Rinder, who is also ex-Scientologist. And they go into all of the really corrupt cult-like things about Scientology. I, you I guys, I'm not into this. It, oh I my God, Katie. It. I haven't listened. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. You need to start oh with like the A&E show. And I don't okay. know if that's like on Hulu. Do you know, Danny? I'll find it. Okay. It used mm-hmm. to be on Netflix and now it's on Hulu. Got it. Okay. Start with that show. I'm writing Because it's down. fucking crazy. Like forced abortions. I mean, mm. money laundering. It's bad. It's mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. That sounds So anyways, really um, yeah, she has a podcast now and that's on Spotify and it's on YouTube. If you guys want to listen, I really enjoy her podcast, even though I'm not normally a podcast listener, I'm a podcast mm-hmm. doer. Which is <laughs> ironic. Nobody talks about that. <laughs> I know you're a podcaster, but it's like, eh, I don't really care about podcasts. <laughs> yeah. But I really enjoy Leah Remney's yeah. podcast. So yeah. if you guys have listened to anything about what um, Leah Remney has gone through when it comes to Scientology, she has talked about how what led to her leaving the church. Um, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes got married. Right. Mm-hmm. They had this big wedding. Tom Cruise right. is a Scientologist. You know, you've seen yep. the clips of him on Oprah jumping on the couch. He's crazy. Um, there's yeah. something off about that man. I don't oh, know what. For I, sure. I if you really deep dive into the Tom Cruise shit, it is crazy. So That's when what we're him, talking about. 
when him and Katie Holmes got married, they had this huge wedding in, in like Spain or like Italy or something, mm-hmm. right? And of course, the leader of Scientology, David Miscavige, was there. Well, his wife wasn't there. What? And Leah and Jennifer Lopez were invited to the wedding. And when she realized that David Miscavige's wife, her name is Shelly Miscavige, when she realized that Shelly wasn't there, she was like, you know what? I haven't seen Shelly <gasps> in years. Oh. Where the hell is she at? So she went up to people at the wedding and was like, where the hell is Shelly? Oh like, this is God. this is the biggest event for Scientology. And it was like oh all the God. Scientologists were there at this giant wedding. So she's like, where the fuck where is, is David's she? wife? Right. She ended up filing a missing persons report on Shelly. Are you serious? And they like blacklisted her because she had <gasps> the nerve. They like wrote her up in Scientology. That's what they so Leah they, Remney. They blacklisted yeah. her. Oh my they god. They wrote her up and it was this whole big thing. They were like, you were what? just like totally out of line. Out of line. She's like, oh, okay, if you think that, that's fine. But where the hell is she at? And nobody would tell her. So she Maybe went from missing persons report. And that's when they were like, you are a quote sub- suppressive person and that's what they call oh them. my like, god ex- hello religious trauma holy oh shit. yeah it's a huge cult. horrifying huge. so she tweeted two days ago many of you know about shelly miscavige the wife of scientology leaders uh scientology's leader david miscavige who has been missing for over 15 years whoa well i've got a hell of an update for you Meet Corey Polka, a 34-year year veteran of LAPD and a longtime captain of the Hollywood division. Corey was in charge of the division where I filed my missing persons report into the disappearance of Shelly Miscavige. Here, Corey accepts a check from Scientology for an LAPD charity, and it is a check given from Scientology to the LA police department for $20,000. It's a picture of him standing there with one of those big giant checks. Here's where things get interesting. Corey is now being investigated for providing confidential investigative information to top CBS executives, which begs the question, what investigative information has he provided to Scientology over the years? And she posted a link to a New York times article about how there's like a complaint about him releasing sensitive information. Let's see. Wow. This is insane. In 2013, after I left Scientology, I filed a missing persons report with the LAPD on Shelly. By the time that I filed the report, it had been nearly eight years since I had seen or heard mm. from Shelly. Um, and then she talks about like the whole the whole wedding thing, and it was like the the wedding of the century yeah. in Scientology. She said that Shelly was <laughs> Shelly was always with her husband and for her to not be there was just like unusual, but like also unimaginable. Um, talking about she had written letters to Shelly. They all went unanswered hours after I filed the missing persons report. The case was closed and mm. the LAPD announced to the press that they had found Shelly. <gasps> this news was released first to the press, not to me, the person who had filed the report. Mm. I learned about all of this from the media, not the LAPD. When I asked the detectives uh, had spoken oh to God. or had seen Shelly themselves, I was told that was, quote, classified by the LAPD. 
bruh. So they were like, oh, oh, yeah, uh, missing persons report uh, within hours. Uh, here she is. Yeah. What the fuck? And, but That's but we can't crazy. give you any information about, like, if we saw her, she's okay. It's classified. That's she said, I spent 50K in attorney's fees filing various requests. Mm-hmm. My requests for information from the LAPD were shut down. I still don't know anything about the circumstances of this investigation. Wow. Scientology hires off-duty LAPD cops as security and donates to LAPD charities while instructing their members never to help any criminal investigations involving Scientologists and making it high crime within Scientology to report Scientologists to law enforcement. Holy shit, man. Hello, There's cool. more. So if you guys want to see that, you can either go to Leah Remney's TikTok, uh, not TikTok, but Twitter. Twitter. Um, Danny retweeted the whole, her whole thread. Good. He just retweeted it. So he said the pocket Damn. runs deep. Damn. Crazy. I am intrigued. I'm going to have to check this out after we get off. Yeah, it Man. runs super deep. Well, good that's spot to that, end that it, was I think. that was that was a great spot to end it. I think that was a great <laughs> uh wow, good to know. Okay. Well, anyway, I guess I guess that is it for us. And it is Christmas. Bum, oh bum, yeah, it's bum, Christmas bum, time. Bum, bum, Merry bum, Chrysler. Bum, Merry Chrysler. Have a good one. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Leave us a review wherever you listen. Um, this has yep. definitely been. I like Ugbug Mondays. This is Me my too. new favorite. I like it. It's a lot more chill. Less. It's less like pressure. We don't have to prepare. Per- no, and prepare, we don't have to prepare, prepare for it. Prepare anything. Prepare. <laughs> yeah. So this has been fun. I hope All you right. guys enjoyed it. See you next Monday. See you next Monday. Bye. Adios. Thank mm-hmm. you.